ladies and gentle germs, welcome to yet another episode of Your 30 with Marte and not an arrogant observer, but the arrogant observer. What's uh, what's going on with you there, arrogant observer? Oh, I hope you got a strong back when you get all that man and release all that that's been built up for 35 years. Just want it and want it and want it. Woo! Might make your head blow off. <laughs> got my own self hot telling that story. You know, Mike Douglas. And of course, Pop goes to Weasel. <laughs> I want to know. I would like to volunteer to put this old bird out of misery. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love the classics, man. You gotta love the classics. Well, you absolutely do. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching. I've started. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I've, I've I've started quoting like last year's like Eddie Murphy episode of SNL. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was thinking about that. Uh, I mean, it's to a point. Have you watched the okay, recent? Sir, did you, have you watched the recent episodes of just real quick? I just wanted to. You can yes or no me this. Um, have you watched the recent episode of Saturday Night Live with Issa Rae? Yeah, I've seen I've seen sketches. Okay, okay, fair enough. I have I have as well. and I didn't know that they and I didn't know that they could say titty meat on on network TV. I mm. yeah I I'm just gonna say that the show and I didn't mean to cut you off. I want you to continue, finish it, whatever your point was, but the show has gotten so much more raw. That I'm wondering, has it always been this raw? Because I don't watch it every week. But I'm like, it felt really, really raw. Like, put the kitties to bed last week. But, you know, hey, it's cool. Everybody got to say titty meat. It was a good time, you know. But, um, well, but what, what were you, what were you, uh, you going to say before? I noticed that titty meat anywhere. Um, yeah, you got I mean, titty keep meat in mind. It, you know, it's fun. It's fun. Good time. <laughs> First of all, I I love the phrase. Personally, I love the phrase "titty meat," but then again, I love I love I love "titty meat." Period. Um, But that's that that, that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) But but like I said, I started I started quoting. Somebody asked me the other day, uh, "And what's your name, sir?" And in the back of my mind, I went, "It don't matter what my name is." (laughs) 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 The fans is going crazy, y'all. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's like Saturday Night Live is still like the best one I can remember for at least like the last five years. Like the that man won an Emmy for it for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, rightfully so though, rightfully so. And then like it took so long for him to come back, like just to have that that kind of impact, man. It was dope. I don't know. That still sticks with me. Um, and I'm, I guess I'm not really going to talk about this in my section, but since we've kind of started talking about SNL, um, can I ask your thoughts on the sketches that you saw? What were like? I mean, just generally, like, what were your opinion? Did you like them? Did you dislike them? You know, just generally. The love, the Lovecraft Country sketch was just weird. But then again, absolutely, so awkward. is trying to, ex- so is trying to explain Lovecraft Country to anyone who doesn't watch it. No, no, it don't yeah, make no, no sense. No bullshit, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> They made it fucking awkward. Like, the way they described it, I'm kind of like, that's not even an accurate depiction of the show, in my personal opinion. I'm just kind of like, you just, you threw elements out there, but, like, you didn't, like, lead any context there. You just sort of told them it's witches. Like, what the, I don't know, man. I That whole, 
that entire sketch to me fell flat on its face, dead on arrival. Once again, it's okay. I like to stare at crotches, okay? <laughs> like, you know, just like, I don't know. I guess that's not as bad as titty meat. But, you know, it, it like, I don't know. I just, personally, I thought that, um, I'm trying to think of which, which sketch. I did see one sketch where I laughed. But for the most part, they all just fell really flat. And I did not enjoy. I can't even remember the one that I did enjoy. I just, I don't know. I was just kind of like. I'll tell you the one. Go ahead. I mean, it's it. Keep in mind, Issa Rae is awkward. <laughs> Issa yes. Rae is awkward. I mean, yeah. I mean, and it's, the one and, that and I, if you didn't know it, it was pain, it was not painfully evident. I mean, that might be the wrong choice of words, but it was evident in the opening monologue, which I thought actually maybe that was the one thing that I thought she nailed. Okay, I take that back. I I, I did enjoy the opening monologue. Well, I'll, and, and like I said, there's, of course, the one that I love and I keep on going back to is Heidi Gardner. Heidi Gardner did this thing where she was like, she looked like an extra out of fucking American Hustle, where she was oh, like doing coke and, and she we, was like, where's yeah, the after party, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like, I no, I didn't like that, that was, actually. I thought that was, like, that, that was another thing that just sort of, like, kind of died for a very long time like it was a that that sketch to me had a very long death but uh, but i'm sorry i don't mean i'm 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 being sincere when i ask you this but you did you you dug it tell tell me which like i like the i like i like the actress i I, I, her name escapes me don't 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 uh don't don't um quote me on that but i like her i don't i did not like the sketch like a lot of it even the donald trump section which actually you know what that wasn't so bad but it, I like, think we're just all the tired whole thing of... was just kind of like off, man. You know what I mean? Like it, it was just kind of off, and and it didn't really. The whole work. damn show is off, huh? <laughs> the whole damn show is off. The show has been awkward ever since they got back in the studio. Because you got to keep in mind they have dialed back an audience now. True, because but, okay. of covid right and but, like i said uh-huh. the the I, and like i said from the last time i was up in new york and i actually did the tour the people that are in front of them aren't are actually not members of the audience but they're like friends of friends yeah well they're first so responders right now at least for the first i don't know if they're still doing that but i know they did that the first like two weeks i believe but yeah right that's what it normally is i mean yeah, and that's, right. that's yeah, also that's, that's also really nice yeah i thought so. i thought that was a nice touch um but what i will say if i may uh sir the i believe chris rock opened it up opened up the season am i right yes okay chris rock opened up the season which um i don't know hit or miss more more hits in my opinion with his um bill burr Rolling on the floor laughing through the entire thing. I remember specific. I remember more than one specific sketch. You know what I'm saying? Especially like the 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 sketch where that motherfucker was a a, a, a um, sports anchor, and um uh well okay there's probably it, I don't know it, I, I, when I say it out loud I, I I feel bad about it but it was hilarious in the moment. But Bill Burr made a bet with Keenan over the weekend that the the Bears or some shit would win and they won. And he bet that Keenan, he bet Keenan to, to buy him dinner at this expensive steakhouse. But over the weekend, have you seen the sketch? 
No, okay. I haven't seen that one. Okay, but so but over the weekend, somebody is killed. Uh, like like there's a you know there's a murder, there's a there's a death. Like 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 in reality, there's a murder. So when he comes in, he comes into the show all high, all hyped up about the win and then winning the bet and all this stuff. And in, instead of like Keenan giving him back that same energy, he's kind of like. Well, I'm, I, you know, I, I just could not bring myself to watch the game Sunday night because of, you know, the death of, um, of, of I forget the name that they give the, the uh, victim in the, in the sketch. But, um, like, uh, he's like, he's the only one that watched the game, basically. There's like another anchor on there, but like no one else could watch the game because of that. And he's, he's like, he's, um, he's created this whole, like, he thought that Keenan was going to uh, welch on the bet. So he has the restaurant bring the food in on air. And everybody's like, you know, they're down, they're, they're rightfully so down. But he's like, you know, get this shit out of here, man. Come on, come on, man. Come on. I, I, I didn't realize it. And then he like, met, I don't. know. Anyway, point is, hilarious, hilarious sketch. Um, you should probably check it out because <laughs> I, I didn't do it justice. But Bill Burr's episode was fine. I thought, I thought they were rolling. They had, you know, shaked off whatever dust, if you will. And then this week kind of comes, and it's like, I don't really blame Issa as much as. I don't really feel like she had a ton of great uh, material to choose from because the way I understand it, and you can kind of um, help me out here, is the the cast members write the sketches, but they pitch them to the host. So the host decides, you know, well, I like that one, so let's go with that one or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, it's, and I'm just sort of wondering, what, like, what was she, like, what were the options she said no to? Like, what got cut because of time for TV? You know what I'm saying? Because if this was the A-list stuff, I'm just kind of... I don't know. I, I, I did not care for it, basically. And I had higher You're worried about the B-list stuff? What you said? You're worried about what the B-list stuff was? I am. Uh, I'm curious. I'm, I'm hella fascinated with what she said no to. Because as we know, not every pitch gets written or, or makes it to the air. So I'm just kind of like, well... Clearly, the ones that we saw, she thought were the better idea. But shit, what was the worst idea? Because, like, you know, it's just I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't dig the sketches. I Like, she she will always have my support. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and I'll always I mean, watch it, you know. Ray. Yeah, yeah, of course. Come on, come on, dude. I went to the theater to see Little. Little. Anyway, um, but not just Easy Ray. I, I, I'm a big fan. Anyway, point we is. We are going to leave that alone. Yeah, I'm just going to leave that alone. Point is. Um, but it's nothing. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I felt like they gave her the not so good stuff to work with, and I I want to blame her because I felt like she was giving it all, her all. There's there's a whole like that whole I don't know if you saw the the Canadian sketch or where she's constantly walking around looking for Drake, and I thought that was pretty terrible, but. <laughs> She, I saw her giving it her all. You know, like, they ask her to have this French accent, and I'm like, oh, she's going for it. I mean, and, you know, it's, it, I don't know. It's, maybe it's not asking a lot, but, I mean, she's, she's, she's trying. It's like, it's not her fault this isn't working. It's, it's the sketches. It's not her fault. But, um, yeah, man, I, I just, I, I was kind of wondering, because I know she had, there were mixed reviews, but there have been mixed reviews about the entire uh, season so far, or at least the two episodes that have already aired. And I, or, or maybe I guess there's more because they did some quarantine episodes too. But anyway, the point is, I don't feel like the season is as bad as people are making it out to be. But I definitely, I definitely felt every bit of it in that last episode where I wanted, you know, a lot more. I had a higher expectations. But 
Anyway. I say it as this. What? People have been bitching about the quality of Saturday Night Live for the last, like, 35 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, yeah, people are... But also, too, I, I've tried to stop doing that since Michael Che took, took, took over. And we can update it. By the way, I just want to throw this in there because I didn't say this the first time around. We can update is the, is the, is the most consistent thing on the show right now, in my personal opinion. Because, you know, hosts are hit or miss. But Weekend Update is always fucking on fire, dude. Always. Um, and I, it, that's it. Just I think Weekend Update is awesome. Uh, <laughs> Michael Che is cool, too. Uh, yeah, that's it. Hello? Well, what? <laughs> yeah, so... Um... Yeah, I'm Now, done. now I'm that done. we went through our... Our, our SNL love watch. Um, yeah, true, true. Right. It, it, it's better time than any to to slide into my area. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the speaking of awkward transitions. Shit, that's <laughs> yeah, cool, man. We'll just call this show the SNL show. Um, oh, that okay. was too far. I knew I would do it. That was just a little too far. I felt it. It's fine. That's cool, though. Today's... We're going to <laughs> we going we going to jump into some arrogant observations. And hopefully nobody heard it. Um, you ready to jump in arrogant observations, good sir? Sounds like you are. You ready? I, I am. All right, you're the man. Arrogant observations. I've been hiding in my room. I don't think I'm gonna solve them, but I can try. You know I do. I keep my distance from the phone lines I just found out it's Saturday Pick my guitar up for the first time In months, forgot how much I love to play And all my friends tell me I'm so bad with faces I think I've seen too many Been to far away places Got stamps I don't remember from two-hour vacations I'm too good at complaining, considering everything Cause I'm not one to turn on blind eye There's things I should acknowledge and take responsibility for or feel like I might die all right, good sir. What is on the docket tonight? Okay, so there's more depressing shit because it's twenty, it's twenty twenty, and everything is awful. Um, some shit is going down in Nigeria with um SARS, and SARS. I'm not talking about the um, what is it called? Uh, the the Bad. Disease SARS, yeah. I'm talking about um the what is it called? My goodness. Cause I'm trying to I'm trying to actually pull it up now. SARS is the um it's the anti robbery squad, and I wanna I wanna be accurate in this. And basically the whole point of this this anti robbery squad is to keep people from being robbed and keep people from basically anti-crime. But then, of course, this started in, what, 1984? 
So over the course of 36 years, shit got really, 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 really bad. So what they basically did was pro very corrupt. So what they basically have been doing over that period of time is they have started to um, profile people who are considered rich. <laughs> people who have nice clothes, basically young people who have nice clothes and people who have iPhones, they'll sit there and rob them. Okay. And people are got have gotten sick of this bullshit. And they have begun protesting against them. Now, it's gotten considerably worse. Now, apparently, they said that they would disband the the anti-robbery squad and replace it. So they did. They disbanded the anti-robbery squad and they also and they replaced it with the SWAT team. And hired all the other people who were in the anti-robbery squad to the goddamn squat team. So, so just, basically, they, they just traded they, them to a to the to the new team coming to the same fucking town. Exactly, same same fucking thing, different name. They just changed uniforms. These people, these people are fucking ruthless. This past. Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was a Tuesday. They had a peaceful protest near a toll gate in Lagos, Nigeria, which is the biggest city in Nigeria. And the anti and SARS came out and gunned down 20 people. Then, and this is something I found out much recently, after they had started shooting the peaceful protesters. Only thing these people had were signs in the friggin' Nigerian flag. They went to the hospital where the survivors were and started shooting the hospital to wipe out the other people. It's in, it's like insane. Was, was there any collateral damage um, in that? Like the, were like were were nurses and other like medical personnel uh, uh, hurt nurse, in this process? I I do believe there were because there's video of nurses and doctors literally trying jumping out of windows and jumping over the fences at the hospital. Oh, so they just trying sprayed. to get away from these crazy bastards. So this wasn't yeah, like a, they, a, a they, coordinated attack. They just basically hit the whole fucking hospital hoping to get the motherfuckers they actually intended to hit. That okay. Okay. Yeah, it's it's I, I, I have not seen anything like this at all. And I mean I, I yeah. and what and what is I guess what they are betting on is for people to not notice this, not to talk about it, not to um, not to spread it as far as it has, but with the power of social media, which uh, once again is a double-edged sword here. Right, what's be. happening? What's happening is more people are talking about it. More people are are spreading it. I mean, just us speaking on this on this. Uh, on this long, long-running um, podcast that 
anywhere from 2,000 to 65 people listen to on a daily, <laughs> on a weekly basis. Yeah, that's scary, but true. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, we know y'all are out there, and we, we love you, there. too. Yeah, thank goodness. Thank goodness for uh, analytics. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah. yeah oh. Please. Um, <laughs> but f- the more people listen to this, the more worldwide pressure can get to it because like i said the folks we are dealing with the same we are dealing with not to not of extreme as what they're dealing with but and that's another thing to you hoes who are out here saying that oh there's a difference and I bet you're, I bet comparing the police brutality in Nigeria to the police brutality in America. Yes, that's still extreme, but it's still police brutality. It's still people using their power, the power of the state to do shitty, horrible things and get away with it. I mean, y'all do the same thing here. Y'all not as ruthless as getting as running into a hospital and shooting up the hospital. But once again, there are tons of people who have been gunned down, maimed, killed, and maimed, killed, and their lives ruined, or not able to walk, missing limbs, and everything else at the Oh, I mean, blatant. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. I, I had a moment just now, and I I couldn't catch myself. It's not that it's it, it's it's not that I don't believe that you would. I you just there's you're not allowed to. They live there, and those those they operate in a society where they could do that shit and walk away scot free. But you know what I'm saying. I I not to say that y'all are y'all are better because y'all don't do that sort of thing. Y'all, y'all just don't have the ability to do that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, and just like to I say said, that. I'm sorry. Just it's, had that idea. It's still the first half of this horrible century. And the last half of the 5,000 years that we've been in 2020. So we have a lot of times technology on our side, which kind of brings to light the horrible shit that has been going on for such a very, very fucking long time. SARS was put into place in 1984, 36 years ago. This has been going on in Nigeria for as long as we've been alive. And so, I mean, and let's not even talk. We can spend all night talking about the history of American police brutality in this country. Um, that that orange ball sack um, tried talking about it, talking about he's the least racist person in the room, and then said, "I can't see anybody. It's so dark." Um, <laughs> Look at my. Must African be a lot of niggas in here. <laughs> Look at my African American. Must be a Look lot of niggas over there, everywhere, all over must the place. Be, <laughs> must be. It's so it's so dark in here. Must be a lot of niggas up in here. <laughs> I feel the support. But I'm the least racist person. I feel the support. I've done everything for you. I I smell the menthol in the air. God damn it. Where are y'all? 
Anybody, anybody else passing around that grape Fanta? I am the least racist person hot. on this. <laughs> I know somebody's got some hot I, sauce if, in their bag. Which one of you? One oh, of you. my one God. I did, I, well, listen, I got some Kentucky Fried Chicken in the back. And I I'm just had a hankering for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's the atmosphere. Um, and I had a hankering for some hot sauce. Some Tabasco, if you got it. Where, southern, where are my Southern Africans? At African American, where's my African American Southerners? Where are they? Oh, not many of y'all made it this shit, this far, huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Nobody comes to this. Anyway, never mind. I'm sorry. This is about to go to a very ugly place. Anyway, um, it already yeah. has. It yeah. is 2020. Yeah. So yeah. people, I, I, I would just, just to put a cap on this, I, I would implore you if you. Speak hear about it spread the word because the more that people know about this the more it gets attention and the more it gets attention the more that the world spotlight is on it so people will have more more incentive to actually do something about it because they basically were like okay well we'll disband SARS and create a whole new one with all of these other people in it and I, I, as as I always say, there's a way to spread that information without spreading um, spreading about violent and damaging videos. And the reason why I say that is because there's a very very graphic videos out there, and it's I, I had the displeasure of seeing a couple of them. It's not a. It's not something. Yeah, it's it's dark. It is very dark. They're basically snuff films. It's it's really really disturbing, and I don't want anybody to fuck their life up by sitting up here and watching that. But just yeah. keep in mind, those are real fucking people. Right. And this is some bullshit. I normally am one of those people who speak out, you know, big and bad about this sort of thing. We need to see it. We need to know that it's out there. And basically, after this conversation. Uh, there's a really, really good chance I'm not gonna watch it, and it's I'm never gonna see it. At, uh, like at least I not on my it. own. <clears throat> not on my own. You know what I mean? And I, and I normally I normally am am just I'm not I don't I, do, I don't seek them out necessarily at this point, but I'm also not afraid of them coming across my timeline. But this is one of the ones I definitely would like to just, um, if possible, not see. But, um, you you yeah. can spread that information without having to yeah. without having to watch that. Absolutely, you absolutely can. Yeah, I agree. Um, did you want to uh, talk at all about the debate? So, did you watch it? Because I know you were like you. Were, <laughs> I know at the very end or near the tail end, you were asking, "Kind of, is it over?" And I I was kind of like, "Damn, did he check out too?" Because I'm not gonna lie, to you, I kind of fell asleep before it started. And then when I woke up, I was like, "Oh shit, I could have stayed sleeping for a little bit longer." Um, anyway, I, but um, I can't. Did I you watch? Cannot hear. I cannot hear that bastard's voice. I, he's an obnoxious. He's an obnoxious nutsack, and I, I, I don't believe in nutsacks talking. I, I really don't. Okay. Um, but but if, well, I've okay. wa- I watched. I turned it on, and then he just started. Like I heard him. We've got billions and billions. Nope. <laughs> so well you, i don't understand you were in there for eight years yeah, and it, no it? Mm-mm. 
Why didn't you do it? You and Obama, and you all were that, in there. Why didn't you do it? It's like, yeah, it was a lot, oh, of, I can was a lot of that. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> and see, that's the reason why I didn't watch too much of it. Because when he sat up here and talked about eight years, I'm like, you gaslighting motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. You bitches did your absolute damnedest to make those eight years some of the hardest fucking years of that man's life. You literally obstructed him at every fucking turn. And then after four years of this shit show of a president that you sat up here and had him run the fucking country into the ground to the point where all of us are stuck in our goddamn houses. You got the all time all fire nerve to say y'all didn't do shit for eight years bitch you stopped us for eight goddamn years i said i was not going to get riled up for this and i did <laughs> it's it's warranted it's warranted every time god every damn time it. you say it you, you gaslighting bunch of bitches well okay so i swear two, two two things um grandpa joe was more present in a way that is was better um i still he is still the last person i want to be home when i run home and say somebody took my basketball he's the last he's still the last person i want to be home but he's here um you are uh, second thing <laughs> you voted um so uh, uh you've already voted so uh if you wouldn't mind real quick um. So, what was that experience like? How how long was your was your wait time? How long was the line? Uh, what was it? What was it like? Okay, so I kind of fucked myself on this. Okay, I voted at the Smoothie King Center. Okay, I got up at about six o'clock in the morning, Ooh. and I walked my ass. I took my ass and like parking around the Smoothie King Smoothie King uh, Smoothie King Center is free. Mm-hmm. So you can park at Champion Square and then walk your ass over and go vote. Um, I got there at like quarter to seven and I wait and I waited in line. I was like maybe like the 12th person in line. By the time the doors opened, the line was wrapped around the around the center. Mm -hmm. And once we got in there, it took all of 20 minutes. Okay. Not bad. We walked in, walked, walked, walked in, walked up, went, voted. That was also the other reason why I didn't really feel like watching this fucking debate. And it was like, I already voted. So right. yeah, no, <laughs> it's like, y'all are just, y'all are just wasting, y'all are just wasting precious air on me. Yeah. It's just pretty, <laughs> like, it's I already voted and I voted point. for Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and like you. I said, it took all of 20 minutes which again I implore y'all this is the second Saturday that early voting is there I'm telling you if you sit there and you are in line for 30 minutes then there is a problem <laughs> it <laughs> takes so quick it, it all you got to do here in Louisiana um you have to have your ID yeah um but I implore all of y'all, do not wait until November 3rd. Do not. If you I do mean, not wait until November it. 3rd. If you can help it, it it'll like, I mean, you got to get in where you can fit in. Right. But if you can help it, yes, please don't wait. Don't wait. I'm going tomorrow morning, which is why I asked you 
you know, how, how your situation was. So I'm going tomorrow morning. That, why didn't you go on uh, Chef? Get, you know, there's a place on, you know, there's a, there's a uh, spot on Chef too as well, right? Yeah. The first day, the first Friday that I saw it, I went past it when I went to work and I was like, uh-huh. And they had a line that so was, far down that it hit Crowder. Nigga, I had to go drop a package off at UPS, and I was like, well, I mean, if the line's not too long, I mean, I, I got I got a little bit of alcohol. I wasn't in my car, and uh, I needed to get, you know, drink back her stuff. So I was just like, well, you know, if it's not so bad, I mean, why not just go over there and just get it done, man? Just get it knocked out right now. And I saw the line before I even pulled up, and I just kept going. I, I knew. I knew that, that that day wasn't my day, but um, I, I knew that it needed well, to be that, an early morning thing. But like, yeah, it was like eleven and, maybe in the afternoon. It was it was it was extreme. And like I said, I'll say this: when it comes to that, the other reason I wanted to do the Smoothie King Center because I was like, they're definitely going to have more. Um, they're going to have more voting machines. Yeah, right, right. There, so I agree. and they had. At the very least, fifty voting machines, Ooh, and they were okay. they were going through it, man. They was like, they was like, next, next, hold up a second, let me clean this one off. They got finger condoms for you. Yeah, I heard about those. <laughs> and for some str- for some strange reason, they're ribbed for America's pleasure. Ooh, can that be the title for of the show? <laughs> ribbed for America's pleasure. Sure, let me write it down. So yeah. Wait, I, I, I just was joking about this yesterday. <laughs> All right, yeah, got it. So, like I said, they got, I did not use no finger condom. I, I ooh, baby, I like it raw. Uh, <laughs> Shout out. I just, I just went into that voting booth raw, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, I ain't mad at you, baby. I ain't mad at you at all. Oh, hey, you got to you, you hopefully want, I did that not mess up all the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a I, menace. Anyway. I came, I came out there feeling like an American smoking a cigarette. Oh, oh boy. Okay, but yeah. So, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely I get was, out and vote. I would say, good. I would say, just get there early. Yes. Get in line. But like I said, by the time you, by the time they open, they go so quick. It's gonna take you about thirty minutes, if that. Yeah, it I've heard. So I've heard quick. fifteen. Like twenty minutes sounds about right too. I've heard. I've heard like fifteen, but I felt like it. it I like. I, I feel so relieved and, and vindicated that you said twenty minutes because when I read online, oh, it only takes fifteen minutes. It only takes fifteen minutes. I'm like. They trying to get your ass out there to make you think it ain't gonna take long. It's probably closer to twenty to twenty five minutes, but that fifteen sounds like like your like part of your lunch break. It's a fraction of it. You're fine or whatever. But like somebody tell you twenty minutes, you kind of like, well, man, I don't know. I might have to, you know. Blah, blah, blah. You and know I did saying? that. Yeah, and I did that on a Saturday when I know wow. every yeah. Negro and their mama was off. So more people would come out on Saturday because they don't they don't um, do the voting on Sunday. Right. So after this Sunday, you got one more week because if I'm not mistaken, they close it off on Halloween. Oh, yeah. I was actually. So, yeah, if I did. if Well, my plan, my lady. So my lady works at night. So by the time she makes it home, she's got a new. Now she's working overnight. But 
when, when now when she gets home, the plan is for her to wake me up even if I don't get up on my own uh, accord. So I mean, the whole, the plan is to get up early and, and get this shit done like fast. But I, I'm hoping on a Friday morning that people are more concerned about doing other shit. And it's like I'm cool with like twenty thirty minutes. I'm gonna have my headphones charged up and shit. You know, I'm gonna go in that bitch prepared. But um, you know, I'm kind of I, I don't want to wait too long. You know, I I don't want to, but I'm prepared to. Because I really want to knock this out like now. Wait, does she does she come home and she wake you up and like twerk and say, "Get your booty to the polls"? Uh, you know what? She hasn't done it yet, but you know, you know that Aww. anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I possible. know. That's why. I, that's so, why I asked. <laughs> right. So who who shit? Who knows? I mean, I, I I will I will try to keep in mind what she does say because I guarantee it'll be something colorful. But um. But yeah, early voting if you can, ladies and gentle germs. It's it's the plan for Marty. Uh, Arrogant Observer has already done so. We need to do all we can. I mean, I, I I'm not I'm not saying not that enough. getting out and voting is gonna is gonna help us at all. <laughs> to be honest, which I'm I'm still a little nervous. But um, you know, we got to do all we can. And 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 like our and ancestors please. would tell us today, who who died, who who got injured for the right for us to vote. They did not do all of that shit so that we could decide whether or not we wanted to vote. They did that shit so we could go and vote. <laughs> now, whoever you vote for, that's up to you. But they didn't do it so you could think about it. They did it so you could do. Um, just want to keep that in mind. That's how I go. That, that's how I'm going forward in life. So, you know, that's, that's what I'm passing on to the world. So hopefully that touches somebody in the right place. Um, what were you going to say, my man? I'm sorry, I cut you off there. And if you if you anger the ancestors, they might just come back because only black people are allowed to have magic now. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you heard or not, but only black people are allowed to have magic. You watched the so you watched the entire show. So okay, so we're gonna all right. I yeah, we're gonna. I want to talk about it a little bit, so we'll we'll do that when we do it. But anyway, um, this next section have you? I didn't ask you before we got started, but you do have your top five uh, ready, correct? You have that ready to do, tonight. Yes, as long as you remind me of what top five I am saying. Wait, say that again? I can as long as you remind me of what top five I remembered. Um, oh, it's the top five horror flicks? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Awesome. Cool. I just want to. I didn't ask you before we started recording, so I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't want to just jump into this without, without him having it. But anyway, so uh, I wanted to do a top five. Uh, um, I don't know, just top five section. And since it's Halloween, I, I, I actually realized recently that I'm I'm really kind of into Halloween to a certain extent. Like, there's something about nonstop horror movies on AMC that kind of just I don't know makes me makes me feel good. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how. I can't. I don't know. Maybe I can't really explain it. But anyway, I, I love it. And um, I thought it'd be cool to talk about Halloween flicks since I'm, I'm kind of knee deep in that right about now. And uh, Arrogant Observer is going to go on this journey with me. We're going to talk uh, uh, top five horror flicks. And uh, I created a, uh, a sound bite to go here. So I didn't get to use it last week because we didn't record. So you bet your ass I'm using it this week. Um, so here we go, Woo! ladies. <laughs> here we go, ladies and gentlemen, germs. Talking top five, top five, top five. Sink into the floor. Eva is good. That's what I think. 
thought I already done told y'all to get off my property, okay? So if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Now the cops are already on their way. Get the flip-flop shit on me. Just like a whore I knew in Detroit back in 62, 63. I go over a house on Saturday night, this love be, man. Take a chicken and some pretzels. I come to the door, she's a man. Flip-flop is this shit. So good, sir. Um, <laughs> evil is good. Evil is good. Anyway, I should play it for you. Actually, you know what? I, I'm well. I'll play it after we're done. Um. Okay. So, what I wanted to do before we started talking about our top five, I wanted to ask. Actually, I wanted to do this before we started to see which ones were the same. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's start with our top. Let's start with our five and work our way up to one. I feel like one of these movies I have is on your list too. What would be so amazing, because I have no clue what your list is, is if your number one mm. is my same number one. I don't know. Let's not jinx it. Let's mm. just jump right in. Okay? So I'll go first with my number, uh, my number five. So my number five on top five horror flicks is coming in at number five with a bullet. Cabin in the Woods. Now, for those of you who don't know, Cabin Ooh. in the Woods is a Josh, Wheat, Josh Wheaton uh, production um, where they basically deconstruct the uh, horror genre in a very comedic way. Uh, if, if you've never seen it, it's, it's a, I, I believe it's on Hulu right now. Um, check it out. It's, it's like one of the best horror experiences you're ever going to have. Um, I don't want to say too much about it about, in terms of how they go about doing that, but it's the guy who created... Uh, the Avengers, or I'm sorry, not created the Avengers, but directed the first two movies. I don't know. That's probably not a good uh, uh, launching uh, pad for him. But uh, anyway, uh, he's a he's a really really talented uh, director and writer. Um, really really into the genre and really really understands like sort of the 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 uh, mechanics of it all and the way the way that they go about the way that they go about um, getting us to the end on this journey is just amazing and it's fun. It's so so dope. It's 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 an experience that I don't think you'll leave unsatisfied. So check out Cabin in the Woods if you can. But uh, that's my number five. Uh, Arrogant Observer, what is your number five? Okay, actually, I did this beforehand, and I have begun to enjoy it. Okay. Um, it's Kuzo. Um, I had to the first time I watched it. It is a body horror film. Okay. And it there it's hor it it's disgusting. It's it's okay. incredibly wow. disgusting. I, I really want to know first now. Time, you're selling me on this, dude. I want you to know that. Kuzo is available on the Shutter app and basically it's this Wait, what's movie the name of where it? an K U S O Kuzo. Kuzo, gotcha, Kuzo. Yes. I talked about this when we first started doing the socially distant your 30s. Um, apparently okay. at Sundance, it was so disgusting that people walked out of the film. It's nasty. It's so nasty. Um, nasty Flying in a Lotus kind is of way or nasty in, in like how? In a gross kind of way. Um, okay. Okay. At Fair one enough. point, there is a 
there's a scene where a half-naked man in his drawers is standing over George Clinton's ass um oh, trying yeah, to beckon a large bug coming uh, a large bug to come out of his ass. I remember. And so yes. he yeah, it's nasty. It's gross. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is and the first few times that you watch it and you're you're kind of like you need a bucket by the side of you. But uh Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You need All a right. bucket by the side of you. It was like, oh, that's oh, a recommendation oh, for a fucking horror movie, though, right? There. Oh, there's a, there's, there's, there's a, there's a guy fucking a boil. Oh, okay. Oh, uh-huh. oh, uh, you okay. I, I, I absolutely remember you talking uh, about. <laughs> Ooh, I want to watch it again. <laughs> Where's that bucket? <laughs> Where's that damn bucket? Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. You need so the bucket. We're so we're still safe. All right. Cool. So. Moving on to number four. Uh, my number four is, it's a movie called It Follows. Don't know if anyone's ever seen it. I Ooh. believe it was on Netflix at one point. I don't believe it's there anymore. Uh, I can check, but I, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe it's there anymore. But anyway, It Follows. If you can find it somewhere on a streaming platform, definitely check it out. So it is a, it's a, um, all right, so it's a movie about, have you ever seen It Follows, Arrogant Observer? I have not. Okay. I've heard of it though. You've heard yeah, it's okay, so it's basically the, the, the simplest way to explain it is there is a um uh spiritual spiritual curse that's passed through like that's passed on like an S T D. You fuck somebody and this entity, this thing is coming for you. It may take on the personality. It may take on the the uh, uh, appearance of somebody you know and love. It may take on the appearance of some horrific thing from your imagination. But it's coming for you, and it. But it doesn't run. It's always gonna walk. You're the only person who can see it. Wherever you are, it's gonna walk to wherever you are. So, like it's it's just it. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's sort of. It's it's another movie that kind of um, plays with the horror genre and the um, the cliches and whatnot. Um, and it's it's interesting. I don't want to I don't want to spoil too much of it. But that's basically the gist of it. This this uh, girl kind of uh, meets this guy. They go out on a date. Um, this dude is is visibly you know. Oh yeah, they're playing. The, okay, that's what happens. They play this game where um, they're looking at couples and they're like you know. A, Tell me that story. Tell me, tell me his story. Tell me her story, right? So the guy turns around while they're in the theater and is like, okay, tell me her story. The woman standing in the doorway there. And she turns around and looks and she's like, there's nobody standing in the doorway there. What are you talking about? And so he, gets, he, he picks her up and he hightails it out of there. They get the fuck out of there. But like, it's a really, really fucking chilling scene. Um, even though, even before you even know what's going on, it's like it's dope, and it's really kind of shot in a stylistic way where you kind of don't know what time era it is. There's this kind of interesting technology that pops up here and there. Um, it, it's it's a really really well put together film. Another uh, absolute wonderful experience. If you're looking for a more cerebral cerebral uh, experience, um, this is kind of this falls along um, more along those lines. If you kind of want to get drunk. Uh, and watch watch a horror movie. Number five is probably the way to go so far. But um, that's it for me. It follows. Um, what's your number four, Arrogant Observer? Okay. Speaking of getting inebriated and <laughs> and watching a movie. Right. Okay. 
Y'all, I, I, I apologize in advance. Uh-huh. My number four is a movie, is a 1990 film called Death by Temptation. Why does that sound familiar? <laughs> okay. All right, I got to look that one. Okay. It was directed by a guy named James Bond III. Ernest Dickerson is the cinematographer, and it stars Samuel Jackson. Yeah. It stars Samuel Jackson and Kadeem Hardison. This is one of Kadeem Hardison's, like, very first films. And like I said, he did this like right in the midst. Like it seems like he did it like right in between, um, uh, di- while he was doing Different World because it came out because it re- it was released in May, and it's basically this like succubus woman running around and like murdering men. Uh huh. It's. It's it's something that you definitely watch. I did like a series, like early in the pan, early during quarantine, where I I had like ratings where it's like watch it now, watch it, watch it inebriated, or watch it when you watch it. This is a definitely watch it inebriated. There is some wild shit that's going on. The the makeup is terrible. <laughs> I feel like this used to come on when we were like, when we were, well, of course, it, it was when we were younger, but um, I feel like yes. this is just a, show, a movie that used to come on channel 13 or 38, if you will. Um, yes! Yes? Okay, all right, cool, yeah. Because some of this imagery yes! is, is in my head, but I'm just kind of like, I wasn't at an age where I could have comprehended what the fuck was going on, but I do remember this being on, you know what I mean? Uh, okay. But, oh okay, my yeah, god, it was hilarious. Interesting. And you and, and like I said, the she's like watch this. The, During the quarantine, ooh, it's got to be a couple of months. Okay, okay. It's got to be a couple of months because, like I said, just sitting there watching it, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. It's like, I think the dude who like played the model in She's Got to Have It, the original She's Got to Have It, mm-hmm. he's in it. And he's running around. But did you know that that dude was a Flash? porn star? Mm-hmm. Flash from the Evidence Box? Yes. What about yes. Wait, say that again? He what was a it? porn star. Oh, he was a porn star. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He always seemed extremely not I that, mean, not that not that you have to be a porn star to be extremely comfortable with nudity, but he always seemed extremely comfortable with his nudity. Um, so well, that I mean, doesn't. Su- I guess it doesn't. When you're a porn surprise. star, I mean, yeah. you gotta be. Yeah. So you know, which which kind of you know makes makes uh, sense. But uh, okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, like he's the first one to—he's like the first one to go in the movie, and I'm like, I'm like, what oh. is he rent? Oh, well, he was fucking old girl. So okay, uh, okay. Clearly, okay. clearly he wanted your spot, Flash. Clearly he wanted your spot. Uh. <laughs> clearly he wanted your spot. That's why you went first. Okay, um, but okay. And what's the name of that movie? Uh, I'm sorry, Death by Temptation. And that is—it says not it's a, death. Death. And not death. The ninety spelling D E F. Right, death. death by temptation. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. The ninety spelling. Ninety spelling, Lord. Um. All right. So I I had to make adjustments. I, I I looked at my I looked up a bunch of things and made adjustments. I love to to talk about the things that got crossed out. One of them still made it, made the list, but it just got a lower spot. But number three is a fucking classic. And I'm not going to do too much talking about it, but I, I, I will say this. Number three is awesome and will live on forever in my, in my mind. Um, number three, 
Vampire in Brooklyn. Um, we've quoted That's this my number three. Is it your I knew it was going to happen. I knew it yes. was going to happen at some point. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Okay. See, do I not know my nigga? Do I not know my nigga? Okay. All right. I knew it was going to happen eventually. I knew you was going to have a couple on where I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen that one. I don't remember that one. All right. Cool. All right. Great. Wonderful. So, Vampire in Brooklyn, if you will, is uh, by the late, great Wes Craven. Also stars the late, great John Witherspoon. Um, written by the late, great Charles uh, Murphy. Um, or Charlie Murphy, if, we, if you will. Um, Vampire in Brooklyn <laughs> is the story she of... Came a- <laughs> huh? she, she came out here. She came out here. She was bow-legged. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yo. <laughs> I guess she went to sleep because now she didn't get none last night. Bang, bang. <laughs> then you hear him. The scene is over, but you still hear him go, bang, 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 bang. bang, bang. bang, bang, bang. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like no matter what John Witherspoon does, though, you always, like, in my mind, I'm like, well, when is he going to do the bang, bang, bang? I mean... You don't hire John like you Witherspoon wait for to not do the bang, bang, bang. But, um, exactly. But, right. But so a vampire basically comes to Brooklyn, as, as in the title, um, looking for his mate, who he, who is, who he wants to be, uh, Angela Bassett. And Angela Bassett is a cop, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens there. I don't know. Arrogant Observer can probably tell you a lot better. This is one of the most hilarious... Um, horror movies that you're ever gonna find. It is here is the thing about Vampire in Brooklyn. Go ahead. What about it? It feels, and, and I've been saying this for years. It feels as though we are watching two movies at one time up until halfway through the movie, where everybody's storyline kind of smashes together. Because you got like the funny, and you got the funny antics. On one side with him and this nigga's like arms and limbs falling off and shit. Um, and him being then, him transforming into other motherfuckers. Like that is, those are the most yeah. hilarious scenes. We quote it all the time. Evil is good. Like like that shit, I don't know, but that's always, he's always killing that shit. But you know what I'm saying? It, in this yeah. element, and it like works said, as well. And then you have on this other side, Alan Payne and <laughs> Alan Payne old, showing up to act. This was, you know, Alan Payne will say yes to be in your movie, but will not show up to act sometimes. But showing up to showing up to do his thing. But I mean, I, I, what? what? Like this was this oh. was Al, this was Alan Payne like in the height of Alan Payne. This is Alan Payne post Jason's lyric full taco meat. Alan Payne. Alan Payne was was like the, that's, the Morris Chestnut, the light skinned Morris Chestnut before Boris Chestnut. You know, got shot. You know, I mean, I think he got shot. I don't know. I don't know. They, we're not doing this tonight. We are not doing this tonight. <laughs> we are not doing this tonight. Ricky, I don't know what happened, but I think Ricky got I shot. I don't know what happened, but, but I, I think Ricky think got shot. Ricky got shot. I, I mean, maybe I do know <laughs> what happens, you, but know? I don't know what happened. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. <laughs> but like I said, Alan Payne, and I mean, it's friggin it's friggin angela bassett angela they played this they play this movie so goddamn straight yeah when you get to these other parts you're like the fuck (laughs) It, it, it feels like you're watching two different movies at the same time and that's the only true issue i have with it because it's like funny as shit (laughs) 
and then dark as shit. <laughs> it's like Rex Craven had a hand on one side. And Eddie and Murphy <laughs> controlled the other side. Eddie, and Eddie Murphy had the, yeah, yeah, and, the other side. And y'all was steadily pulling back and forth. And thought, like I said. That's interesting because I always thought that they, they struck like the, the perfect balance. Like any more of one or the other would have tipped it, you know, another way. They have, to, and I'll, I'll agree in a balance, but the thing of it is, it's, it still seems like two different movies. Up until they're, everybody's, everybody's sort of storylines intersect with each other, and that's like right after the dance scene, that's when, that's when the movie, that's when that movie reaches that balance. Anything before that, it's like a tug of war. <laughs> and of course it has my, of, oh, I, of course it has one of my favorite lines. I'd let that booty go, brother. The bitch tried to suck me like I was a damn 40 ounce of malt liquor. <laughs> oh, I like, I like the. Look at this shit. Look at this. He taking care of you. You, not you the fugitive. <laughs> No, gee. there's so the many best, quotables in that movie. Yeah, I'm about there's to say like so the many. best. The best line, G, is either somewhere in the um, in the uh, the minister scene or with John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon is hilarious through this entire fucking movie. The funniest line, my G, is uh, uh, oh, you look like that dog over there. Oh hell no, that look like a goddamn Chihuahua to the motherfucker I see. You ever seen a wolf man to the 25th power? Did the flip flop of this shit in front of me? Just like a hoe I knew in the back of Detroit in 62, 63. You know, bag of pretzels, bag, bag of chicken, bag of pretzels. Bitch, love me. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, it, it, it is one of the most uh, quotable movies. I mean, like, I don't know. That's, that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of the thing about Eddie Murphy. We were talking about him earlier. It's like, he just he's just a part of some classic shit, man. Like say what you will, feel how you feel about him, but like, damn boy, that that man's got some we, some hits under his like belt, said, dude. We, some memorable shit. We grew up literally watching this man rise to popularity. We literally right. grew up watching him. Yeah, yeah. Coming to America, um, yeah. I just kind of remember watching that movie so many fucking times, dude. Like. Like you think I don't know, it's just like it's amazing this it's amazing. Like like today, like just that like how classic that shit is, but it's like I just treated it like another movie. I, I, I mean I guess I knew on some level I was watching greatness, but it's like this is kind of the best thing out right now. You know what I mean? But um anyway, getting off of uh uh coming to America and Eddie Murphy's lap. Um number two. Or, or do you have any other uh um, do you have any two? other thoughts about uh Vampire in Brooklyn before we move on? This is all stuff that you, keep in mind, y'all. This is all stuff that you need to rewatch. Yes. To to make your pandemic Halloween complete. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um. It ain't like you going to nobody's Halloween party. Shit. Not no more. Anyway, um, number two though. My number two. Um, this one wasn't difficult. My number one and my number two never swapped. Three through five did. Um, number two, Tales from the Hood. Number God one. damn it, you. You Negro. You absolute Negro. We know each other way too well because that's my number two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I knew. I, I'm so glad I didn't ask you before now. I, I, I was kind of like, man, that would have been good to know. But fuck it. I'm glad I don't know. 
Because um, I've heard shows where they know. But I, I'm glad I did. This is I, dope. This is this. Our number amazing. three and our number two is the same. Yes. Now, <laughs> Like a giant tree and shit. <laughs> you want to know what the funny thing is? Is I thought number one was going to be the one that was the same. But we'll see. We might go for the turkey. Who knows, everybody? 3P! Anyway, um, so Tales from the Hood. Uh, a classic, absolute classic movie, horror movie from my, from my childhood, dude. Um, this is a movie I probably, yeah, I was probably on the cusp of not having any business watching it. But, like, you know, maybe a couple, a year, a year and a half, maybe two, away from being okay to watch. Dude. But anyway, it, it was something that... Um, <laughs> I never had any trouble watching. Like, certain R-rated movies and whatnot, my mom would be like, hell nah. You know, she was kind of strict about that sort of thing. But this one, never really had mm-hmm. any issues with. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, Rusty Cundiff, who is, like, one of my absolute favorites, the underrated cat, um, directed, the fir- directed the first movie, or the, 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 uh, this one. And um, it's basically, for those of you who never seen Tales from the Hood, um, absolute classic go watch this one if you haven't um it's basically the story of it's basically i guess uh it's not an anthology what would you call it a compilation or it's basically three three horror stories uh combined uh into one told by you know one through line basically and um yeah what's, what's my man's name shit you'll be knee deep in the shit. What's my man's name? Clarence? Is it Clarence? Okay, something? that's Clarence Williams Clarence the third. Clarence Williams the third. He is the best. Um, they're, so they're basically like I believe four uh, stories that they uh, that they tell that uh, you know doesn't include the final the final through line story, but um, it's it's really. I think the one where uh, David Allen Green. Oh, hold up, is the hold monster. up. I think I can break this down. Okay, go. I go can't. Ahead. I can't. Go for it. It started. With the police brutality one, mm-hmm. then it was the it was the um, the dolls. Yes. Then, then the monster, the one with David Allen Greer and Rusty Cundiff in 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 a role. And then, um, then, then Lamont Bentley rests his soul. Um, y'all go watch. Y'all go watch Moesha. He's nothing like that in Moesha. Um, yeah, it's actually yeah, and worth the rewatch too if you haven't. And and then we get the twist of a century. Now here's the fun yeah, thing about yeah. when I first when I first watched this movie, mm-hmm. I watched it on HBO in 1995 Sounds at like about 12 o'clock at night. Oh, okay. <laughs> maybe not that late, but yeah, I remember that. I remember something like that. My parents were asleep, and it was like tales from the hood. I might as well watch it. I'm not going to bed anytime soon. So I sat on the couch in in my living room and sat there and watched tales from the hood. I then got in trouble two hours later mm-hmm. when I screamed, and my parents heard me. <laughs> Got up, went to see what was wrong, and said, "What the hell are you watching?" I was watching Tales from the Hood. Damn it, boy! See, that's why. Take your ass to bed. I hope you have nightmares. Then didn't nobody tell you to watch that damn movie? And you gonna sit up here and watch? Mm-hmm. That did. I hope you have nightmares, and I did. <laughs> I got I did. so scared. I got so I was what I was like 10 or 11 at the time I was like I was 
frightened by that movie. There were literally times and moments at the very end, at the final transformation. Yeah. I covered my eyes and I started yelling. And I was, and that's what got me in trouble. <laughs> you know, I, I, it, it, it scared the shit out of me too. But what I didn't realize until I was much older is that I liked it. Like, that shit scared the shit out of me, but it scared the shit out of me in a, in a, in somehow in a way that I enjoyed. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, no, I don't know. It's just, it's true. It's absolutely 100% true. It's like, it, it, it does freak the shit out of you, especially at that young, younger age. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, man, I knew, mm. I knew then, at least about this particular movie, that, that, that was a feeling I enjoyed. You know, I, I liked it. Um, but, uh, and the, Ahead, One thing I absolutely love about this movie is that, sadly, I guess, <laughs> very sadly, mm-hmm. the the entire the themes that the movie came up with are still very relevant. Oh, some twenty five years later. Yeah, and like I said, it's done in such a way to a point where it's not hitting you over the head with it. It's not like it's not like but it's taking fucking raw though. It's, this, it, it don't it don't hold this, no punches. Yeah, it don't hit you over the head. It really you, you, does. You, you gonna limp back? the the whole The whole scene where they're trying to deprogram Crazy K is some of the most intense sort of imagery that a lot of people that that I've ever seen in any movie. Because they're taking so many different images and they're shooting them at you like dead in your face, and I'm like. It's not it, yeah. a thing of it's it, it's done. The morals are done well. That particular section, if I, if I can, is 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 a huge emotional roller coaster. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, the um, the sequel fucked them kids too. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna call it nothing besides fuck them kids. Because Mr. Bats was in it. Shout out, uh, what is it? Shout out to the kill count. I like to call it seance that shit. That's what I like. Oh my God. Or respect the sacrifice. Respect the the sacrifice. Oh man. Um, Oh Jesus. Uh, Yeah. But shout, like I said, shout out to the kill count. Um, it's this show. I think I've re- recommended it on the show be- a couple of times before. Uh, this guy named James A. Janice goes through different like horror movies and yeah. counts the people who are killed in it. And he did Tales from the Hood one, and he did Tales from the Hood two, aka Fuck Them Kids. Right. And he had like he had a glowing review for for Mr. Bats. Yeah, I heard <laughs> he had about a very that, glowing yeah. review for Mr. Bats. And it was, and I was like, oh, oh, this is gonna be awesome. <laughs> AKA fuck them. And they put fuck them kids in the review too. It was like, yeah, awesome. no, I, saw, yeah, um, I saw that. That was dope. That was dope. But yeah, I saw but the, have you seen, seen the third one. I have not seen fuck them kids too. The fuck apocalypse. No, fuck them kids three. I did. <laughs> oh, fair enough. It would be fuck but them fuck kids them. too. But no, fuck them. Yeah. Well, Cause like okay, I said, fair enough. But anyway, I, 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 like I, I, said, I saw the third one. I, I like the third one, basically. I thought it was good. More ooh, return to form. They, they, tried did, to, they tried to be more. Like, I don't know. Like, the second one felt like, you know, they were trying to go in a different direction. Um, and then the third one felt like um, 
like somebody Thank said you. we need we need more of what the first one was or we need you to try to channel what the ah. first one was again and they and you know and they um did something like that with like a sprinkle of trick or treat in 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 there but um still you know i Ooh. thought it was good i thought it was good yeah. now i want to see this now yeah, I, I definitely want to see this. I think it's worth it, especially doing Halloween. Hell yeah. If you ain't got nothing else. <laughs> you know, if you ain't watching nothing else, I mean, it's, it's definitely worth the watch. I you know good and damn well you ain't got nothing else to do on Halloween. Well, here's <laughs> what I'll say, though, about it, too, also. And I know I know this isn't a part of our uh, conversation, but uh, I sat down, really, to just sort of get an idea of the tone of what they did with the third one. Like, well, this kind of all looks like y'all are going for the first one, aesthetic. Let's see what it looks like. And then I sat down. And next thing I know, I'm like two or three story. I'm two stories in, and I'm like, well, shit, I might as well stay for the third and the fourth one, um, you know. And it's, you know, it, it, it just it kind of it kind of drew me in. But anyway, um, any other thoughts about Tales from the Hood before we leave? I mean, what's your favorite? Uh, I want to ask you this: What's your favorite story in Tales from the Hood? Hmm. I already know mine. You're. I think I might have tipped my hat to it, but I already know mine. Uh, do you know you know what yours is? If you had to say, Actually, if you had to pick dolls. one, oh, the dolls. Okay, it's the dolls. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. I, I'm I'm never I am never going to pass up a chance to see a racist asshole get torn apart by a whole bunch of little black dolls. I mean, come on now, who's gonna pass that up? You're the weird one if you pass that up. No, never. No, of course not. <laughs> I mean, I want I want that to be my Westworld. Um, listen, um, I my favorite one is uh, the monster one with David Allen Greer and uh, you know Baby Soul Food before Soul Food. Um, you mean um, Brandon Hammond? Yes. Yeah, I like that Black one. Wikipedia, baby. I I love I love everybody in that. Like Paula J. Parker. I mean, like it has every it, like it. It literally has everything I wanted at that age. And it's like it hasn't changed till this day. So I'm just like, I don't know. That's always my favorite one. And I love that. You're trying to make me look like a monster. <laughs> I like, I don't know. Just something about that live, IG, always stuck with me forever. So, um, yeah, that's my favorite one. Um, yeah, I remember. You popped it up during that time we reviewed the strange thing about the Johnsons. <laughs> I just yeah, come on, dude. Come on, dude. It's the best. Put dude. that in your book. Put that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started. Oh Jesus! Don't. Okay, let's not do this. Let's no. Okay, so fine. Um, any final thoughts on Tales from the Hood? Um, yeah, that, that's another one you need to watch. Go ahead, watch it in the middle of night. Stay your damn draws off. <laughs> Fair enough. I agree with that. My number one. <clears throat> you know what? I, I okay. Now we about to see if we are gonna go for a three peat, y'all. I don't know if it's gonna happen. I feel like these two weren't the ones I thought were gonna be it. So I mean, I feel like I've already won. I only thought I was gonna have one that was gonna be exactly the same, but we wound up having two. So I feel like this is a win regardless. I have doubts. But my I number have doubts. one, my absolute number one, is drum roll, please. Get out. Get Out is my number one. I'm surprised. Oh, okay. Yours, it doesn't I sound like surprised. yours is number one. That's not like that's your number one. That's not my number one. That is your number one? 
No, that's not my number oh, one. Oh, that's your number one. Okay, all right, fair enough. It's not. Okay, okay, all right, cool. So let me, all right, real quick, let me, let me, let me get into Get Out then, real quick then, since because we got we got two movies to talk about this time, y'all. Um, get Out, for those of you who don't know, is this cultural phenomenon by the uh, genius. He will be called Mr. Peel as we move forward. Mr. Jordan Peel um, gave us this Lord horror classic that has shaped. The, the the culture moving forward, in my personal opinion. Anything with his name on it is just basically gold. Um, Get Out is a story about uh, a... I don't know. I, I don't... If you've never seen Get Out, I feel like somebody telling you what it's about is the worst possible thing that they could do. But let's just yeah. say... Yeah. Let's just say it's about cultural appropriation on a sci-fi level. Um, really, really dope. Um, would you agree with that, good sir, or would you dis- would you would you disagree with that? That's that's that is the safest way to describe okay. that movie. All right, fair enough. Without fucking anything else up. Yeah, I think. Now, granted, <clears throat> the culture has kind of. If you haven't seen it, I mean, come on now. <laughs> I think, but see, I don't, and I and I'm not as extensive as as you may have been in terms of like what you've seen on the internet. Um, but I feel like the thing that has been um, exposed is the tea thing. And not the other thing, you know what I'm saying? I feel like what's heavily, not the not the deeper reasons, right? Like the but but like you know what I'm saying? If you walk into the thing knowing that there's something about the tea and oh this is oh the sunken place, this is what they say Kanye is. Okay, I got it. Okay, cool, I get that. Blah 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 blah. But when you really get to the like, I feel like the real, you know, significance of the sunken place. Or the or the significance of the title even get out is not hasn't so much been exposed as you know as you think like you could have gotten away with not seeing it you also could have gotten away you also may have run across it but anyway point is check the movie out it is a horror classic it is my number Absolutely. one greatest of all time um, yeah it's this one for me works every time uh, never fails if. Uh, there's certain point like the ending is just so fucking satisfying and the music the everything like the style of it I mean I don't want to get too much into it all the performances are great Um, the twist is is great this is um, you know this is this is Black Shyamalan man this is fucking Black Shyamalan going on in front of us right now we watching the birth of it god damn it but no I'm sorry Mr. Peel because that's how we were referred to him because of this. And like movie. I said, it it literally kind of because before all of this, when we talked about it, because we've been on this show has been on for a long damn time. So <laughs> we've, been, we've been around. When we talked, we talked about it. We were like Jordan Peele's directing this movie. It's like we literally like we were oh, completely yeah. perplexed, and it's like we didn't was, think we were like Jordan like the, Peele's directing this movie. You mean Key, and it's Key not and a Peele, comedy. Key and Peele, Jordan Peele is is what? And I remember like just being blown the fuck away. Like if he was there, if 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 I had walked out of that theater and saw Jordan Peele, I would have done a straight Wayne's World because it would have been pre-pandemic. And got down on my knees and said, we're not worthy. None of these people are worthy. Yeah. Like all these people. They're not worthy. None of us are worthy. Anyway, um, this movie really blew my mind. I mean, if it's not evident. Um, so, 
Yeah. yeah. It's, and a, just, it's amazing. It, it's, it's, it, 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 it's the perfect never ever judge a book by its cover or, you know what I'm saying, or never like sort of count anybody out, basically. Not even so much judge a book by its cover. I, I mean, I kind of just thought this would come and go, but who, who knew it would be imprinted on my fucking soul like it has? But anyway, watch Get Out. That is the best endorsement I can give Absolutely. for you for it. Right? Um, what is your number one, good sir? Wildly enough, it is the 1985 horror movie Fright Night. Fright Night. This is one of the, the vampire. Fr- movie. Yes, this is one of the the original. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not, not, not. I have, I have yet to see the reboot that had Colin Farrell in it, and I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. it was, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't. Terrible. Rest in peace to Anton Yelchin. Huh? Yeah. But rest in peace to Anton Yelchin. Right. I, I, I don't want to. But this this movie, of course, uh, stars Roddy McDowell, a very, very young Amanda Burse, which everybody knows is Marcy from um, Married with Children. Uh, and, of course, Chris, Chris Sarandon. Who plays the who plays the like main baddie, um, uh, Dan, um, Dandridge, and basically it is the epitome of an eighties horror movie. Yeah, and. It's also just a wild ride. The one thing that I love about 80s horror movies uh-huh. is that there's really not any true CGI involved yeah, because there's practical. there wasn't there wasn't really any CGI to talk about right. <laughs> truly and actually and uh, actually in 1985. But then you got to also <laughs> so, keep in mind that they were making those movies like like the Halloween franchise, like all those movies they were making like on a shoestring budget. Like even if there were options absolutely. for uh, a CGI, uh, you know, effect, they they damn sure didn't have a budget for it. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers were building oh, yeah. houses and shit on, on fucking Freddy Krueger. There's no, yeah, there's no way they would have been able to even afford it. And like I said, and the fun, that they, there's always some fun stuff about there. One, that Amanda Bears is playing such a girly girl when we all know that Amanda Bears is like a lesbian. Um, <laughs> which, okay. <laughs> If Matt, Matt Boone can we, do if it, you if Matt Boone can do it, and Zachary Quinto, then so can she. And well, let's be real. And Neil Patrick Harris, because Neil Patrick Harris was like a raging poon hound all through How I Met Your Mother, and we all know he's got a husband and two kids. Um, yeah. And I believed it. It's it's such <laughs> it's such a fun movie. And it's literally one of the oh. first horror movies that I was really exposed to. Question. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not too I, I, I'm not too familiar with the original. I'm more familiar with the remake. The remake had a lot of comedy in it. Is does the original have a lot of comedy in it as well? Um, most of the comedy comes from one character, and that is this dude um, called friend? Evil Ed. Yeah. The best yeah. yeah. Um, I think in in. Fright Night. It was um, McLovin. Who is that? I can't remember his name. Mc, uh, he was. It was McLovin. But this dude who actually played him. Let me see what that man's name is. He played him so incredibly over the top, and then something happens to him halfway in the movie, 
And it makes him even more over the top to a point where I'm like, okay, okay, you're being, you're, you're being a thing. And oh. it's, it's more hilarious than it is Stephen Jeffries. He played, he played Evil Ed back then. And it's wild. It's just him. He, he came to work. And you know how most directors say, just go over the top. I can tone you back down, but I can't bring you up. Yeah. <laughs> no, n- nobody toned him down. Nobody toned him down. <laughs> Give us more. Just more. As... <laughs> you, oh, you want you more? Want you more? want more? Five minutes later, you're going to hear, oh, you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> it's, it's very 80s. <laughs> It is very 80s. <laughs> I feel like I want to see that. I like, want to watch the original and then go back and watch the second because, like, what you described is is like is, is somewhat a little similar to what happens there because the way they do McLovin is he's a little more subdued, and then when that thing happens, he goes off the fucking walls, and I mean literally, he's on the walls. So. Yeah, I, I I would love to get, get and sort of where all of that stuff originated a, from. Get a uh, you know, to a certain extent, that's the same thing that happens. But the thing of it is, Stephen Jeffries plays Evil Ed at a nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then okay. when it happens, it just slides into the ten. Mm. Wow! It's just it's it's weird and. The makeup is hilarious because as Gumbo Monsters makeup nigga, of course I'm going to pay You're attention to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. It's it's just the practical the practicalness of it. The practical uh, the practicalness shit. Uh <laughs> the practicality. I'm a grown man. I am a grown man. Uh-huh. The you, practicality you of the 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 effects is just kind of wild and it makes it even more scary because you know that this is not like a, a not like a green screen or like a green ball that they're looking at they're literally looking at this shit <laughs> they're looking, like at, they're looking like at like these looking at, right? wild yeah and i'm like i'd be i would be scared shitless i would <laughs> i would be scared shitless <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Like and action. Ah. Okay. Cut. We need you to stop peeing on yourself, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can't. Like you've seen this at least twelve times. Stop it. <laughs> Please. But okay, that's a that's a like you kind of threw a wild card out there for number one, man. I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I didn't know you were gonna go that route, but that's interesting. I, now I know more about my boy. Look at that. Check him out now. Eighties. Um, Eighties horror movies are the best. 80s horror movies are the best. 70s too, dude. I, a, I like what, 70s. Very, absolutely. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, classic. the 70s are the only pl- are the only place where I can find a horror movie about a bed that eats people. Mm. <laughs> I am not kidding. Uh, I am the sure bed you're not, bro. literally eats people. The shit that they were like, I'm telling you, dude, like horror movies broke, dude, and niggas like spending two hundred thousand dollars on that motherfucker coming back with like eight million. Like, hell yeah. Everybody was like, oh, man, I know a fucking serial killer movie. I've got a person who kills you in their sleep movie. I can do we all can do this. They Like just everybody started betting the farm on that shit. It's just I don't know. That was an interesting time, I thought, you know, but um, anyway, um. Uh, 
I we really need to. Do you have a fuck you this week? Oh yes, I do. Okay, would, do you mind since we oh, recommended? Fuck yes, I do. <laughs> since we've recommended basically ten horror movies, uh, do you mind if we skip recommendations and jump straight to fuck yous? I thought that's what we were doing any damn way. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, awesome. Um, can I ask really quickly? I know I didn't ask you to come up with any of this, but just off the top of your head, do you have any honorable mentions? I can go first if you do, if you want to think about it for a second. But if you had any honorable mentions, oh. I got one I'd like to talk about. What you got? Really quickly, shout out to both of the Blackula movies. I mean, yeah. come on. It's Blackula. Blackula? It's Blackula. Blackula yeah. was first, and then of course the second one was, was Scream. Scream was Scream Blackula Scream. Um, okay, I've actually never seen those movies. Sil- Are they worth going back with the silliest? The yes, absolutely. Okay. The silliest white woman you, the silliest white woman you will ever see. She's sitting up here being chased by two nigga vampires. Maybe I shouldn't have called them nigga vampires. Um. But they were nigga vampires. I'd rather you call them nigga vampires than anybody else. So I say this is true too. Uh, She gets caught by one. One of them, of course, um, was Blackula. The other one was played by Richard Lawson. You know, Miss Tina husband. Um, (laughs) And she just keeps. She just screams herself to passing out. It's like the ultimate Karen move. She just screams and screams and screams. Then she passes out, and then she gets eaten. That's it. <laughs> I mean, if only the You're real like the world worst. operated like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, my honorable mention is a movie that... Um, I don't know. I just... I, I I didn't have a lot of knowledge about it before. You know, beyond the trailer. Um, everybody seemed to be uh, waiting for it. But anyway. It's a Sam Raimi movie. I believe it was 2000 and something. After 2005. Maybe 2008. Maybe. Anyway. Drag Me to Hell. Is uh is just a it's a horror movie. I, I actually it has a lot of um comedy in it, but it's like sort of physical comedy. Like nobody's cracking any jokes. Nobody's like uh, side slapping uh, or you know what I'm saying, side splitting laughter or anything like that. But it's um it's, yeah. It, you've have you seen it before? I've seen bits and pieces. Okay. Most notably, when people get dragged to hell. Right. Okay. So basically, this um, it's this this horror movie where this um, directed by Sam Raimi, by the way. Uh, you know, shout out Spider Man. Um, where this woman is um, sort of this um, loan officer at this bank. She gets to say yes or no whether or not you get your loan or you get extensions and stuff like that. She's in the running for a job. People think that she's a bit of a pushover, so she's in the mood to be a little harsh. An old uh, woman comes in um, who's about to lose her house. And she begs the woman for an extension and, uh, you know, having to feel feeling as though she needs to be a hard ass, tells the woman, no, that goes even worse. The woman gets down on her knees and begs and she, you know, that goes even worse. Security has to show her out on her way out. She's like, I'm gonna get you, bitch. And um, eventually curses a, a, a button, I believe, on a sweater or some shit. And now she's like about to be dragged to hell by this spirit, and it's about her trying to um, get the curse reversed throughout the entire movie. Um, has a has a wonderful twist in the middle, <laughs> and a and a do- a really funny 
uh, um, seance scene at the end. It's it's just it's so out there, it's so outlandish. It's one of those ones where if you want to watch this sober, it's it's totally up up for the challenge. If you want to have a drink or two, it it might make it a little better for you. I, I don't I don't know. Depending on the kind of person you are, or uh, you know, roll one, match one, whatever you will. Um, uh, it's it's one of the <laughs> whatever ones. way you do your whatever things. you do your thing right and uh, but yeah it's it, it's it's one of those movies where it didn't do amazing at the box office but I feel like a lot of people got to know it you know on home video and uh, to my surprise a lot of people still uh, haven't seen it or are just being introduced to it um, you know doing Halloween on the like Sci-Fi Channel or maybe even AMC I don't know I've never seen it on AMC exactly but anyway I know you know. It's a um, well-known, not-so-well-known movie that, uh, you know, thought deserved an honorable mention. Um, that's all I have. Uh, that is our top five for this week. Um, yeah, uh, we're about to jump into some fucking, and hopefully my good friend Arrogant Observer can, you know, pull a quickie off, and we can get out of here, because uh, it's, it's getting late. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so uh, here we go. We're about to fuck some folks. Here we go. Good sir, who you fucking this week? If you could do it in two minutes, okay. man, ten points. Ice, Ice Cube, uh, Ice Cube, and Fifty Cent. Y'all <laughs> need to sit your asses down somewhere. <laughs> Both of y'all need to sit your asses down somewhere. First of all, Ice Cube, really quickly, you are fifty-one years old. You knew good and goddamn well that if you drug your ass over to that racist ass motherfucker who is dragging and who is lagging in the polls and has been called a racist seventeen thousand times because it's true, um, you know good and damn well he's gonna latch on to any nigga he can find. <laughs> and I mean, of course I, he latched on to you i mean yeah okay for, come on now yeah i i, I want to say this i'm i'm gonna I'm give you a fuck you bro because I'm, I'm i'm mad at you there but i don't have a fuck you for ice cube i just have a like a a fucking you know looking at ice cube I, ice cube started to look more and more like the character from fucking lottery ticket like ice cube got some city miles on him anyway um i'm just disappointed like you you will always have my support good sir I don't think I don't I, like this, this. You don't lose my support. Probably even fifty either, to be honest. But um, I'm just well, disappointed. 50, fifty, I'm not surprised. Let's be real 50, here. Fifty, I'm not surprised. Nobody is. And at least nobody the nigga, is. Like, you gotta give the nigga credit for being honest, though. Like, I mean, like, is that not worth anything anymore? I mean, I feel like today that should be at least like a fraction of the worth of gold. You know what I'm saying? Honesty, just straight up I mean, fucking honesty. Please, I, I, I kind of will take that. I will take that any day of the week. That's just me. I mean, let's be real. This, this, this is, you know, I'll take that over. Yeah, you know, other stuff. Because, because here's the thing: we we knew that this was gonna be fifty because fifty is not like person of the year on anybody's list. I mean, Uh, keep in mind, he's an he is an unabashed troll. And has been an unabashed, nonstop troll for a long period of time. I mean, I know everybody like power and all of that shit, but that doesn't change the fact that the nigga is a troll. Mm. Yeah. He is. Still, mm. still love power. And I mean, whether he said that for, oh, I don't want to pay them taxes because I make over 400000 
or he said that if we have to to be facetious a joke i mean dude oh, it was a little bit of column a, column we don't B. need that shit yeah i mean nigga we don't need that shit right now we are all tired we just want this shit to be over and you sitting up here doing this shit i'm not for it and honestly neither should anybody else it's like 50 is go that sit friend, your though, ass you, down someplace please 50 is that friend that that like always is in joke mode and it's like bro it's not it's, it's really like right now it's really just not the time but he like but bro i got fucking jokes for days you know what i'm saying it's like that's who 50 is and it's kind of like 50 is like, always nigga, sit your ass down shit yeah yeah oh yeah always like the nigga should never say anything but you know what i'm saying that's just what it is it's like I, I, I also can't be mad at consistency. This nigga has been that nigga from day one. So I can't this be mad. True. I can't be mad that Tuesday came around and then, oh, holy shit, it's fucking Tuesday. I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't be mad at Tuesday. Uh, you know, so, but yeah. That, that's what 50 Cent is. 50 Cent is Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah. But like I said, it's, it's, it's 50 Cent, but... That doesn't mean I'm not going to be petty. Sit your ass down someplace, please. We don't need this right now. Have you not yeah. looked outside? I mean, you've been inside for an entirely the entirely long period of time making like Power Book 69. And this time we just going to focus on like Kanan's dick. I mean, I mean, let's be real. You you got like more powers coming out your ass than than like AT and T, so I Don't mean, sleep on Kanan's dick, man. That that he's got a lot of stories to tell. Well, I mean, I heard Offset's. I heard Offset's dick is supposed to be. It's supposed to be guest starring. I mean, he's free now. Let's be real. Uh-huh. Holy shit! Oh, he's free now. Is he? Is he? I heard he got locked back down again. I heard he got his wish. I- I mean, but who the, knows? The, and who nothing cares can hold down, man. I mean, God damn it. I mean, honestly, nothing. no matter what happens at this point, that shit lasted so much longer than I thought it would have. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck it. This is a win for everybody. True. And side note to all of you niggas out there who were sitting up here clowning Cardi B for her breasts because she had big areolas. You've clearly not seen a titty in person before. That's how titties come. That's the joy of titties. They come in all different shapes, sizes, colors, and and various things. When did we start areola shaming? Like, I don't know. This is like a thing. Like, I was like, I caught, I caught a little bit of this new reality show that 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 you know is hot female doctors and. Like, that's the hook. It's like, we do plastic surgery on women, but we're also hot. Anyway, point is, like, the chick was like, <laughs> chick was like, she was like, my areolas are just too big. And I, I never really got a reason why exactly. I don't know. Maybe it might restrict what you can wear in terms of, you know, titty meat. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, if, I guess, I imagine if the areola is, you know, too large, then it might, you know, that part might show. And it may feel like you're looking at a, a, a nipple, but you're really just looking at the top of the areola. Anyway, point is. When did when did when did areolas be like? When did we start you know shitting on areolas? When did that become a problem? I I missed that whole era when people actually didn't when people actually didn't see titties in person. Y'all need to go out and see some real titty meat. Because let me tell you something, as the titties are beautiful, 
Yes. Titties, a, tit, a titty is like a snowflake. Hell yes. No two, what? no two pair are really? ever alike. I'm sorry. I just, I agreed to some shit and I'm just like, wait, wait, what this nigga say? <laughs> what? Titties are like snowflakes. Titties are like snowflakes. That could be, the, that should be the title of the show. Titties Ooh, are like snowflakes. <laughs> we got two options now, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows what, what the title would be? You know, but, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Titties are like snowflakes. All right. Don't be shaming people's titties. Congratulate titties. Okay. Um, Give a party for titties. Not a gender reveal party for titties, because those usually end in fires. But did throw a party for titties. Yeah. Invite titties into your house. You know, get Make them sure shots. you temperature check those titties. Yeah, t- <laughs> yeah you got to make sure you... T- yeah. You can't just be letting any temperature titties come in now. I mean, you got to have some standards here, man. This is a different time. We you can't have titties with a fever, especially now. We're in a pandemic. Nah, yeah, make sure you them, can't have pandemic titties in your house. Yeah, make sure them titties wash their hands. Cause it's, yes, it's a pandemic. for at least 20 seconds. At least 20 seconds. You know, happy birthday 10 times. Um, you need sanitized titties in your house. Yeah. Why am make I? Make sure titties sanitized, too. That is, <laughs> make sure they sterile. <laughs> Don't just be. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right, come on. I was wondering how long I was going to be able to say titties like 7,000 times before I had lost my shit. If, if SNL can do it, so can we. Um, all right, man. You got to have titty meat in your life. Where can they find you? You absolutely do. Where can they find you and more of your work at Good Sir? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. I am Soulboy30. Check me out on Snapchat. That is Lweber584. And check me out on arrogantobserversrants.blogspot.com. The cat apparently has an OnlyFans. And now I cannot find him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I don't know why the cat has an OnlyFans. (laughs) My guess is the cat has lost. You got to make that money. This is this is true, but I mean, it's a cat. The cat spends most of his time like legs open anyway, licking his ass. So, any, why, who any, would want to pay to see that? I mean, well, if he does it for free, I mean, never. <laughs> come on, man, you might as well get a look look coin for it. I mean, hell. Anyway, um, I don't see no problem with it. I I, I don't shame you, cat. Lick away. Lick away. Um, but yes, uh, you can find me Marty M A R T Y Edwards five zero four on Instagram, Twitter, and Snap at the chat. Also, want to go to LorainePictures dot com? Click on that Your Thirty tab, like, rate, share, get a comment thread started there. Give us a five star review on iTunes, and we'll be reading your words right here on this show. Also, want to check out those Cinema Gems also on the Low Rain Pictures Podcasting Network. Yes. Check those folks out. They talk about Ooh. cinema news and cinema adjacent news. Uh, talking about Mike, Michael Keaton this month, they're continuing that conversation. They have sent their episode. I do not know what it is entitled or what they are talking about, but hey, check them out. They've got three episodes already up. Anyway, uh, you also want to check out some folks that we like speak. that we mess with. Starting off first, oh, speak really, qu- Go ahead. really quickly, Go really, it. really quickly. Speaking of speaking of movies, um. To y'all niggas who still have an issue with Jesse Smollett, because it was announced on Deadline that Jesse Smollett is apparently directing this independent movie called B-Boy Blues that's based on a 
uh, uh, book or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like an LGBTQ um, like centered movie. Uh-huh. I personally say get your fucking bag, nigga. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, if I'm I can submit How can I watch? I, if if I could submit for the movie, I will definitely submit for the movie. He, uh, I, I would, I will give you my headshot and resume, sir. <laughs> and to Word. those of you who object, I just want you to know that Mel Gibson has a movie coming out this fall and three more in production. Anti-Semitic, racist. I hope you get, I hope you get chased down and raped by a pack of niggers. I'm gonna punch my girlfriend in the face, Mel Gibson. That motherfucker. I don't wanna hear shit out of anybody's mouth, period. And I would also like to say that, um, just, um, yeah, even if Mel Gibson didn't have movies in production and a movie out, I would still support this movie. I would still be okay with True. it. True. I would still try to find a way True. to watch it or show my support and whatever, you know, stream I can throw that way. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, to, you know what I'm saying? But no, I, I appreciate your point, though. Not to, not to throw it under the bus. Cause I feel like that's kind of what I did. But I, I didn't mean to back the bus up. I don't want to back the bus up. Maybe I ran over him once. But listen, still, I would support this thing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, anyway, True. no, I appreciate that. Though. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to those folks that we mess with. The Fly With Bats podcast network, really, which hosts, which uh, house the Fly With Bats uh, podcast, the Acting While Black podcast, the Reviewing That podcast, and now the new edition, the Match One podcast from, you know, my stepson, Alpha Joe. Uh, you know, I just want to yes. send him out a shout out. You know, my you know, stepson doing good. Got to let, you know, got to let the world know. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my kid. That's my kid right there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, you dig. Check it out. Uh, but, um, also check out. <laughs> also check out the On the Lake podcast. On the Lake. About to do the 48 tomorrow. That shit is about to happen and go down. Goodbye, sleep. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Forty-eight tomorrow. Starting tomorrow at seven o'clock. New to me. Um, <laughs> so they have another one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. okay well. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Uh, but yeah. Also, uh, the Sugar Assassin Sarcasm Podcast, the Home Video Hustle, Home Video Hustle Podcast, the Peanut Gallery Podcast, the Self Aware Millennial Podcast. Hell yes. Um, yes. Ooh, am I forgetting? I don't think I forgot anybody. Did I forget anybody? The Arrogant Observer. Ah, uh, did you do Home Video Hustle? I did do Home Video Hustle. Hustle, motherfucker, hustle. I think you got them all. Okay, great. Wonderful. We're so used to doing it now. Right. I know. Yeah. At least, at least we're getting them out now. Yeah. It's just, these are the one things that you just ramble off. It's like, yeah, I, I know my list. But okay. Awesome. Um, I feel good. I feel great. I am, I am getting sleepy by the minute. I am, there's no way I'm editing tonight. But <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with myself, man. But I, I'll have time before. Um, you know, things get too crazy, so I'll just do it then. But yeah. Anyway, my brother, it has been a pleasure. Um, and, uh, you got anything you want to tell the folks before we get out of here? Uh, don't be an asshole. Stay conscious and please, for God's sake, go vote. <laughs> you heard the man. Stay conscious, strapped, and go vote. Um, 
I'm sorry. He, he, didn't, on he didn't say strapped. strapped. He did not say strapped. He said arm. All right, y'all. Uh, Marte is out. See you later, folks. <laughs>